0: welcome to this week's edition of the best run news show i'm your host jam jam let's get right into the top running stories of the past week in this week's show we look into the beer mile world classics the box challenge 2017 sweeping the nation and celebrate american steeplechase history in london they did it folks zach coo and ethan wilhelm followed up on a bar bet they made to attempt a 200 mile running week the rules 200 miles of running in 7 consecutive days, and no treadmill miles. So what were the highlights of the week? Ethan got things popping early with a 10-mile run at 12.09am the first day, followed by drinking an entire Mountain Dew. Zach instantly called shenanigans on such an early start, but they were off to the races and the score was 35.5 for Zach to Ethan's 37 miles for Day 1. Flash forward to Day 7 and Ethan wrapped up the win with 201 miles completed at an astounding average pace of 7.01, while Zach finished things off with 200 on the dot at a 7 minute 14 second per mile average. I guess these two showed the doubters as fully 59% of the 333 people who voted in Cities Mag's poll said neither would finish. For the inside scoop, we like to get as close to the story as we can, and sometimes that means straight to Twitter to follow our favorite runners. How do we do one better, you might ask? Well, in Alexi Pappas' case, we can hear directly from her bun, her hair bun. That's right, Alexi Pappas' bun has its own account, but has been quiet for some time. Hey bun, you out there? A vehicular hit and run is a tragic but not unheard of crime committed on runners from time to time, but we've never heard of something as bizarre as this next story from London. This road rage jogger was seen pushing a woman directly into traffic as he jogged by. He appears to throw a punch towards her, knocking her directly in the path of a bus, which swerved just in the nick of time. Authorities are still on the lookout after an American man accused of the act was cleared of all charges this week. We here love a good running challenge, but this one is new even to us. It appears several specialty running stores around the country are one-upping each other to see how many boxes of shoes they can stack and then carry across the showroom floor before toppling. The first we heard of this was from a Facebook video posted by Rochester Running Company. Let's take a look. What happens? Rochester Run Co., I want to know! Okay, so they stacked 22 boxes, but no carry was witnessed before. But they did tag a few other stores. Fleet Feet Memphis responded first, where employee Kristen carried 16 boxes to the back room. You have to lower the elevation to get through the door. You're good. You're good. You got it, you got it. <laughs> on to the running shop in Tucson. Lucas is going for 22. You can't say those no words. <laughs> oh, <I'm on>. <laughs> <laughs> ah, snap! Okay, on to running central of Peoria, Illinois. We've got our boys at Dang D13 and at Dicky B23 going for the double 20s. Yeah boy! All right, Fleet Feet Sports Davenport, what you got? 31 boxes, dang, wait a minute, double layered? I'm gonna have to go to the judges panel on that one, not sure it's a legal move. Oh, but he's heading for the moving treadmill. Oh, <laughs> Okay, what store will be next and how high will they go? Tag your favorite local run store, hashtag boxchallenge2017. The Beer Mile Classics, which is the self-proclaimed the Olympics of beer running, took place this past weekend in London, and are not to be confused with the December Flow Track Beer Mile World Championships in Texas. So confusing. Beer Mile champs, you're drunk. But what's not are the rules. Official Kingston rules reign supreme here and as outlined at BeerMile.com. Don't worry, I'll recap them now. 12 ounces, standard cans or bottles, 5% 5% minimum AVB, no shotgunning, no hard ciders or lemonades. Beer lap, beer lap, beer lap, beer lap. No pre-opening your beers, puke, that's a one-lap penalty. Before we recap, let's state for the record that the official world record for the beer mile for men is an astounding 4 minutes 34 seconds by Canadian Corey Belmore and 6 minutes 8 seconds for the ladies by American Aaron O'Mara. First, the ladies american allison grace morgan and brit laura riches approach the final lap on record pace before spitting suds and incurring that dreaded penalty lap this opens it up for the uk's byrony pierce to be crowned champ in a quite pedestrian but still impressive 7 minutes 32 seconds okay on to the dudes brit dave clutterbuck with 338 1500 meter speed is out front through three laps but on the final beard takes it a little too quick and it's all over the track. This opens up the race for American and 413 miler Chris Robertson to take the win in four minutes, 52 seconds. Now on to the IAAF World Championships in London and a couple of the top stories coming out of this marquee event for track and fielders the world over. The talk of the town has to be Emma Coburn and Courtney Frerich's dismantling of the field during the 3000 meter steeplechase. These American ladies took advantage of a strange mistake by favorite Beatrice Chepkoch, who missed the first water jump. Are you good, Beatrice? No, she wasn't good. Coburn, who stuck with the lead pack staying outside the lead until the final water jump when her perfect form had her into the final 100 meters in the lead. She accelerated into history, earning a world gold and a new American record of 9.02. Just steps behind with a massive career personal best was Frerichs, who was buoyed by her teammate Coburn into fairy tale status. So stoked for these ladies. On the other end of the spectrum was Usain Bolt's farewell. The greatest sprinter of all time was hoping to go out on top, with this being his final competitive meet, but things did not go according to plan. Bolt was first beat in the 100-meter finals by not only American Justin Gatlin, but also Christian Coleman to place third in 9.95. On to the 4x100 relay, which would be his final, final race. After pulling up lame, drawing his anchor leg and limping off the track, it was a sad way to see the champ go. But is there more to the story? According to the UK Telegraph, the Jamaican team blames the London organizers for Bolt's injury. The race reportedly started 10 minutes behind schedule, and according to teammates, they were held too long in the warm-up area, the walk was too long, and Usain was really cold. Also reported, we were over warm and it was a 300 meter walk. It was crazy! It was ridiculous. I drank like two bottles of water. Alright, wow guys, I've never heard more excuses in my lifetime. Come on Team Jam Jam, pull it together guys. So where is Bolt headed next? Well, for now, it's reported by the IAAF he's off to have some fun, drinks, and party off the defeat. Enjoy it, Usain, and we hope to see you involved in the future of track in some capacity down the line. Thanks for checking out the show, and if you have a story you'd like to share, tweet me or dip into my Instagram DMs. As always, get some damn running in, and we'll see you next week.